You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Are we, I'm just wondering if we're good, because recently you've been calling me Angela a lot, and you don't call me Angie like you used to, and I'm wondering. You told me that I look fake. When we say hi. No, that's not How what I do said. I, even <laughs> I didn't say you look fake. When did I say that? I said, <laughs> you said, when we start the show, you go, hi. Oh, no, I told you last night, not that you sound fake. But I do a fake smile. What do yeah, I do? You, just, you just get excited. So you're like, no, that's not what you said. I would never call you fake. Don't blow up my spot like this. Cheers. <laughs> What's up, guys? Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi, GGB gang. Um, so today, we are having a little fun. We are going to answer a lot of questions. We're going to go off the cuff. We're going to continue our conversation from last week or whatever week that episode is released after the breakups and soul ties episode. Um, we really want to focus today on how to have victory over heartbreak. Mm. Um, because while heartbreak and heartache is very common and it's painful and it's dark and it's, it's heavy, we have victory over all of that, just like everything else in life, we have victory over it through Jesus. Um, so we're going to do that today. We're going to have a little fun. <laughs> what I do? what I do while you were gone? Cry. Just kidding. <laughs> um, I have been... What have I been doing? Working out, going yeah. to 7-Eleven, getting well, protein. Bar- she goes to 7 So... so- I'm going to apply at seven. So there, so I <laughs> have like specific protein bars that I like and they have them at Seven Eleven. and Ari gets really mad at me because she's like, why don't you just go to the store and buy a pack of them? And I don't know why I get a thrill from walking into Seven Eleven every single day to get a protein bar, but I physically can't get myself to buy a box. She lo- it's a thrill for her to go to Seven Eleven three times a day. It's, it's weird. We no, I'm, I'm telling you, it's my OCD. Now I'm stuck on Seven Eleven. I broke my creation addiction. Now I'm on Seven Eleven. She comes running in the car, all excited. She goes, "I'm. A re- I just signed up for the rewards for Seven <laughs> Eleven. I signed up for the rewards the other day, and I was like." Can 7-Eleven sponsor us? <laughs> like, does that work? So, we're going to read some Psalms today. I love Psalms so much. The book of Psalms is like, it's poetry, but it's also prayer, and it's direct, like, conversation with Jesus, with God, and I just, I really love Psalms. So, let's go to one of my absolute favorites, Psalm 23. I do have this one memorized, but <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to... I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna show Can you guys off. Stand <laughs> so Psalm 23, the Lord, the shepherd of his people. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. 
He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So this Psalm 23 is a psalm of trust, and it's like a declaration of putting your trust in God and in his way for you and in his will and his path for you. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I pray this over myself every single day. I really encourage you guys to pray scripture over yourself. I think it's so powerful. And prayer can be a conversation between you and God, and it should be a conversation. But I think bringing scripture into it is really powerful. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is. Um, I actually was just listening to a podcast right before I got in the car, and then you just said those words. That's that was meant to be. That you need to speak. You need to incorporate scripture in your prayers. It's really, really I love important. That. I really. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. What? You Shut have up. to stop. <laughs> what do you love? <laughs> I love that. You. I love. I love that. That was. I'm not being fake. I love that you just... You guys, I'm so sorry. Sometimes I'll literally say like my grandfather died and her head will be somewhere else and she'll be like, I love that so much. (laughs) I'm like, what do you love? Are you listening? (laughs) Uh, Sometimes my mind is jumbled. Okay. I really love this psalm. It's Psalm 91. It's safety of abiding in the presence of God. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him I will trust. Surely He shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with His feathers, and under His wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in the darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall by your side, and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place, no evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent you shall trample underfoot." Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. I I long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. That is beautiful. How powerful. I I will be with him in trouble. And I love how he says he will have angels mm. to lift you up and to be there. I felt I felt that throughout my whole heartbreak, just angels supporting me, carrying me through, mm-hmm. bringing me through it. Mm-hmm. So we got a lot of comments about how 
our video last week that was on breakups a lot of people were saying yes this is all great but you guys mostly spoke from the place of if you were the one that was broken up with and how to deal with that and they were like how what if you're the one who has to end the relationship um in my life my actually experience in in breakups has usually been me having to walk away from the relationship Mm -hmm. it is its own you know unique situation of being broken up with it's also extremely painful to have to walk away from something especially when you don't want to of course and I've had to do that so many times especially the last few years when I got really close to God Um, Because when I was younger, I would stay in relationships like I've had like four year long relationships and that's a long time to be with somebody to ultimately not end up with them. Mm -hmm. And that's a long time to be with someone and then to be like walking away from them all of a sudden. Um, And then when I got really close to God, I feel like I haven't had that long of a relationship since then because I listened to God and I let him guide my relationships. And so they end a lot sooner because I, I, you know, look for his guidance and his opinion on what's going on. That's so good. And I know I, I think I've said it on here before, but like romantic relationships are probably the area of my life that I am most submitted to God in Um, because we know that whoever you pick as your partner is you will become just like them. I mean, it's, it will dictate the quality of your life for the rest of your life. Yeah. And so it's really important and I'm really aware of that and I really want to make a good decision. So anytime that I feel like God doesn't want me to be with someone. I, I walk away from them and I've I've walked away from people that I loved deeply mm-hmm. with my whole heart, mm-hmm. people that I've wanted to marry. Um, and I just knew that they weren't for me. So I walked away. And that's really, it's really hard to do. I think if you have done that, you should give yourself a pat on the back because it is not easy. It's not, yeah. No. You know? But that is the beauty of being close to God is he will tell you sooner or later where you don't waste the time of someone and things like that. Yeah, yeah. So that's a great point that you just made. Yeah, I think I in the past would hold on to things um, because I didn't have the strength to leave them. I didn't have the strength to like separate myself from somebody who had become so much of me and then being close to God, I I can't get away from the conviction. I can't get away. I can't. I understand that when I when I'm not having peace in a relationship, it's because God's not giving me that yeah. peace. Um, and I think w- everything could be right in a relationship. Like you, everything could be good on paper, but when you don't have that peace. All right, GGB gang. I have a question. Did you guys know that bed sheets can harbor more bacteria than a toilet seat? It's absolutely disgusting. It can lead to acne. It can lead to stuffy noses, allergies. But we have a solution because our sponsor, Miracle Made, offers a whole line of self-cleaning, eco-friendly bedding, such as sheets, pillowcases, and comforters that prevent 99% of bacteria and require three times less laundry. What I love too is they also use silver infused fabrics inspired by NASA and it's a self-cooling to keep the perfect temperature all night. Self-cleaning because they're infused with silver that prevents up to 99.7% of bacterial growth. Yeah, miracle sheets are so luxuriously comfortable without the high price tag of other luxurious brands and they feel nicer. 
Nicer than five-star hotel sheets. And miracle sheets are designed for your skin. You guys, stop sleeping on bacteria. It leads to acne, breakouts. It's not good. I know. That's. I think that's the one thing that I used to do and I always used to break out. That's why I love miracle sheets. So GGB gang, go to trymiracle.com slash GGB to try miracle made sheets today. To order today, you can save over 40%. And if you use promo GGB at checkout, you'll get three towels and save an extra 20%. Miracle Made is so confident in their product. You have a 30-day back money guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, they'll give you a full refund. You guys upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash GGB and use code GGB to claim your free three-piece towel set and save 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash GGB. Thank you, Miracle Made, for sponsoring this video. Well, and all too also is you may be experiencing not peace because you don't have peace within yourself. True. And I know for me, like that was one of the biggest things in my relationships is I didn't have peace within. So how could I have possibly given yeah. so given everything to somebody else? Yeah, I didn't know God. I didn't have peace. So I couldn't give anything. Yeah, I constantly had this empty feeling in my heart. Yeah, and so and so then. He'll separate you guys, and then he, he, you, you focus on him. You find yourself, and then if, if that is your person, they'll bring you back. If not, then that wasn't the person for you. Yeah, you can't pour into somebody when you don't have anything to pour. It's so true. You uh, really can't. That's why it's so crucial to find God before anything else. Yeah, chase God's heart before anyone else. Yeah. Anyone else is a hundred percent. You can't like. I don't know. I just, I, I really, I'm at a place in my life where I, I really want to be poured into. You yeah. Know? Like, you want to be led. Yeah, I do. And I, I want to experience, and, and I am right now, thank you, Jesus. But like, I don't know. I, I feel like in the past, I've had a lot of situations where I was simply just pouring into the other people. And that's a really hard place to be, especially as a woman, where you want to be led and you want to be you know, like taking care of emotionally and mentally, yeah. you know? Yeah. What do you think the, what do you think your victory was after your biggest heartbreak? What do you, th what would you say your victory was? Honestly, my biggest situation would probably be a time where I had to walk away with somebody that I loved so much. And I, did not think that I was going to be able to do it. Like every day, you know how when someone is like a recovering alcoholic or something, they say, take it day by day. Like you just want to stay sober today. That's how I was in the beginning. I was like, as long as I don't answer them today, like we'll take it day by day because I didn't know. And it was only by, it's like my truly my biggest victory because I was so, it was so interesting what God took me through. And some people may have said like this person was sent from the enemy because they were bad. Um, but what was the, what was he, what were they do? Like you don't have to go into what they yeah. were doing, but what do you mean it not was answering a, them? Like, so the, yeah, they were reaching out. They were reaching out constantly for mm -hmm. a long time. And I had to, actively ignore these messages oh, yeah, I, you yeah, know I you, yeah you know mm -hmm. and I but I wanted to answer and I couldn't because I knew that that's not what God wanted for me and some people would look at the situation and say this person was sent by the enemy I know that this person was sent by God mm. to practice help me practice the art of detachment and the art of listening to God and relying on his will that is even if it's completely against what my heart and my flesh want. And so this person, I like, 
I didn't know if I was going to make it. I didn't know if I was going to be able to follow through with it, but it was the first time that I really truly surrendered to God and I and I submitted to his will that was directly in opposition to what I actually mm. wanted. And it was like God orchestrated all these like tests kind of like I'm going to test you today. Let's see if you and I passed every single time. It was incredible. And after that me and God's relationship grew so much during that time because I trusted him with all my heart. It was the first time that I really trusted him with my whole being like, I don't like what this looks like, but I know it's what you want. So let's go through it. And it's the best thing that ever happened. Mm, you know, that is a victory. Yeah. And then you came on the other side of it. And now you, you, you know, like, you yeah, have never, you have boundaries now. Oh, absolutely. And I just know that I know that if God doesn't want something from me, I, I should listen to him. Yeah. And it's so hard to explain the voice of when you should listen to God. Because a lot of people don't understand that voice. Yeah. I think that voice is when God is showing you red signs, red signs, showing you red flags that mm -hmm. you're ignoring. Yeah. And it's like, it's so weird. Why do we ignore things? I don't know. And that's, that's why we have to let go of people with potential. Yeah. You know? You, got, you keep, like, pull, pushing things under the rug. I mean, that's what I kept doing. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe this will. Oh, he'll come around. Yeah. It will change. Yeah. No. It never changes. Yeah. You, you got to let go of people like that because you're just going to waste your time. Yeah. You have to You have to accept people. We talk about this a lot where, where, like, we have to accept people for who they are. And if you don't like who they are, first of all, this is the thing about relationships is whoever somebody is in that moment that you're with them – if you guys end up together and you get married and you spend the rest of your lives, everything about them that is annoying to you is only going to get worse. <laughs> I remember my like fifth grade teacher said something like that and it always stuck with me because um, you have to like you have to find somebody who's annoying. I said this to but you, you last it. night. Yeah. I said this to Ari last night because I was like. Her and I bicker like old ladies. Yeah, no, we literally fight like sisters. Um, but last night, Ari, I, I heard her. She goes, I'm like putting on my skincare. She stayed at my house last night. And then she's like, hey, do I, from the bathroom, she goes, hey, do I have a toothbrush here? And I go, no, you don't. But I have like a couple of extras. Oh, so near. And then I hear, I know she's using my electric toothbrush. I go like this. She comes out and she's laughing because she knows that I'm going to be annoyed. I go, annoyed. we're one person. We share everything. We share everything. I wear shoes. No, she, she, she literally will wear my clothes and then I will lose makeup. And if, as soon as I notice that something is missing, I'll call her and I'll be like, where's my Dior blush? Where's my mascara? Because I know it's in your bag. And so I but after that toothbrush thing happened, I literally looked at you and I was like, see, this is what a lasting relationship looks like. You have to find someone who 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 might be who is going to annoy you, but you still like them. You still love them. Yeah. Like their quirks become cute. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So how did we even get here? I don't know, but it's a good point. I mean, you're always going to have things that annoy you. Nothing's going to be perfect, but... Yeah. How do you deal with having to walk away from somebody? Or, like, how do you build up the courage to be able to? Just what you said. Talk to God about it. Know yeah. if, if it's the right thing. If it's if you know that you have to leave and, and you do it with, with respect. Yeah. 
you know, you really go to that person with respect. I mean, you, you spend so much time with someone and then you have to walk away. I've had to do it many times too. It's very hard, but yeah. I don't know. I think I've, I'm, I've, all, I've, I'm growing into a woman now, so I'm a lot different. My mentality is different. I'm different. So yeah. I know pretty quickly and, um, I don't know. It's just, you just know. I know very quickly now. Me too. I love what you just said about, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm not. I was going to say, I love what you said about the disrespect or about the respect, about how to have respect and like dignity and grace when you walk away. I think when you're not relying on God's voice and what he wants for you, you will end up staying in relationships longer than you should. And when you do that, a lot of the time it ends up in flames. And I've experienced that multiple times where I wasn't listening to God. I wasn't listening to the little inklings that he was giving me that this is not right. This isn't going to end well. And me and this person could have had like a great love and respect for one another. But I always say this. It's better to dock the ship before it sinks. It's better to let something go before it gets volatile or before there's so much resentment or, you know, yeah. when you let things fester like that, yeah. it's just not, it won't end well. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't really get into relationships. Like I'm so, if I let someone into my life, it's, it's a big deal. Like yeah. I don't just let anyone into my life. So I don't know. It's it's hard, but the worst thing you can ever do is is pro, prolong something and waste somebody's time for yeah. years on end. So you really that's why it's so good to chase after God's heart before you chase after someone else's. Yeah. Um yeah, that's why I'm so glad that I spent this year just with God. Yeah. Please don't waste anybody's time. Yeah. That's not a good thing. Guys, we have a really fun game today. It's called Daily Bible Trivia. Have fun studying the Bible with daily trivia and challenge your knowledge of scripture. You guys know that I'm a little bit obsessed with Bible knowledge. I have a question. Can you guys name the city in which Jesus was born? Or can you name the three kings that visited him when he was born? Or how about how many apostles he had? Daily Bible trivia is a beautiful game that respects the Bible. If you guys love improving your biblical knowledge like you know I do, you will love daily Bible trivia. Yeah, you can get a beautiful Bible verse that you can share to your friends or some inspiration to save to your phone. You guys, download daily Bible trivia today to challenge yourself. You're just going to go to the Apple or Google store and search for daily Bible trivia. Download daily Bible trivia today and get ready to flex your brain muscles. Thanks, Daily Bible Trivia. Because I, I I didn't write down the questions, but reading through them, yeah, a lot of them was on forgiveness. Yeah. You know, and I think that is the one thing that is going to free you. It's mm-hmm. the hardest thing. It's It really is the most difficult thing to do. But yeah. forgiveness is key. Yeah. It's going to free your, your, your mind, your soul. I always think back to that story of Jesus when he was getting hung on the cross and how not once did he want revenge on all those people. He just kept saying, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. And we all want to live a life like Jesus and be like him. And I think when it comes to when somebody hurts us or we're going through such brokenness, um, we have to say to ourselves, 
I don't have to grovel and crawl to God when I need forgiveness. So mm-hmm. why wouldn't I give that same person that? And it's hard. I know we we all want revenge sometimes, like if we want to be real. But um, and that doesn't mean forgiving someone doesn't mean looking over. The, forgiving someone doesn't mean looking past their behavior or what they did. But it says I'm gonna give this to God and let Him handle it, not by revenge, but with compassion. Yeah. So yeah. having compassion and forgiveness is going to free you. Yeah. It's going to free you. You just go to the, the Lord and just be like, Lord, they don't know they're left from their right. You take care of it. Yeah. You handle it. You know best. But to sit there and have such a sick heart and just ruminate everything they did and, and how bad it was. And it's going to keep you stuck, you guys. And I said this in the last episode, but... um. You, the longer you stay stuck and sick and dwell is the longer you're going to, it's going to just prolong what God really does have for you. And once we really understand that he has a plan, he's doing this all for a reason, that's when we can seriously rest and have compassion for them and let it go. Yeah. I really love that about forgiveness because I feel like through the questions and everything, all the comments we got, a reoccurring theme with people is bitterness. Bitterness is the result of heartbreak and heartache that has never been healed. I think that heartbreak turns into bitterness and bitterness stops you from receiving the blessings that God has for you. Bitterness is truly the worst thing. It's so ugly like it just shows up in the ugliest of ways when you're bitter you will be incapable of being happy for other people when you're bitter you will be incapable of seeing the goodness that you could have in your life because you're so stuck on the past there's a story in the bible about how um lot's wife they were leaving the city and god had told lot's wife whatever you do just don't look back just don't look back Mm -hmm. and she looked backwards she disobeyed god looked backwards and she turned into a pillar of salt Mm -hmm. and this situation is like a very exaggerated situation, but like I think God is making, he's illustrating how detrimental it can be to you when you are constantly looking backwards and looking to the past and looking at what was and what could have been. And God is sitting there. I think it's almost like disrespectful to God yeah. to constant be, constantly be looking backwards yeah. because he promises us a future and a hope, hope. and you, we're, we're, we're not believing him and yeah. we're being like, you actually don't have something good for me. This was what was good and I want to go back there. Yeah. And I just, I want to be somebody who believes in what God says he has for me in the future. It's not back there. That's yeah. gone. It's gone. Yeah. You move on. You yeah. let it go. Oftentimes he brings you through that breakup to show you faith, yeah. to teach you faith, to 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 develop your character and and to and to show you how to just really trust him and have faith. Yeah. And how I think too he brings us through breakups and betrayals and like, you know, situations when people do us wrong because it, he really shows us man will always fail you. They will always leave you. They will always abandon you. They'll always disappoint you. They'll always come up short. Mm -hmm. But I, God says, will never leave you nor forsake you. He's never going to disappoint us. 
Yeah, and that's an and that's another thing I go back to compassion. You know, we get so mad at God when he takes things from us or breaks us down to the point where we can't even get out of bed any morning. But what I learned through my brokenness is he really did break me down, not because he wanted to hurt me. It was out of compassion. Yeah. He wanted to he he's such a compassionate God that he needed to build me into this woman that I am today. Yeah. Truly, I wouldn't be able to sit here right now and and talk like this and be vulnerable and and have confidence. Yeah. Through my brokenness, I truly am built into the woman I am right now. Yeah. Yeah. And and my why God became my thank you God. Truly, it really did. And I just encourage everyone that that's feeling broken and and down just keep going. Yeah. That's that was my victory in this. Yeah. My victory is that I just kept going. Yeah. On the days where it was it was hard to even take a shower or or get out of bed, I kept going. Yeah. You know, I, I, I couldn't even get out of bed without saying Jesus in the morning. I just, I would just be like, Jesus, Jesus. And by the grace of God, he just kept carrying me through. He is your strength. Yeah. And you, you, um, you can either make the decision to just sit in it. And, and I mean, I know someone very personally who didn't leave the house for, for, for many years because they stayed so stuck in their pain Mm -hmm. and it's sad and it's really sad. So we have that option. And when I, when I, when I kept going, I was realizing what God was doing and Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, okay. I know what he's doing. So I got to keep going. And he, he was just trying to, to help me and to change my life and to find, to, to build me and, and to bring me to my purpose. So yeah, just keep going. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing and he doesn't want, like, you don't have to stay stuck where you are. God is sitting there waiting, waiting. He's be, He's literally like knocking on your door every day being like, I have so much for you. Come with me. Get out of this situation. Stop looking backwards. Stop looking where you are and look forward. Look to me and like, let's get out of this thing together. You are not meant to be stuck in this in this heartache that you're living in right now. God is there to pull you out and you just have to receive that. You have to receive his hand and help. Just like I like when he reached down when Peter was drowning and he took he just gave him his hand and took him out when and got him out of the water like that is what God is waiting to do for you. You just have to let him. So good. Like I love that scripture, be still and know that I am your God. That doesn't mean be quiet. It just means let go because God is in control. Yeah. He's in control. And I never knew that before. Yeah. I thought I was in control. Yeah. I thought I, I had to figure it all out. And the minute I knew that I didn't have to figure it out anymore and that I had a God, a father that was in control of my life, I could let go. Yeah. And the pain subsided and I got to just rest and relax and know that he's going to bring me exactly what I need. And if he's going to take something away from me, no matter how much I want it or love it, it's for a reason. He saw things I couldn't see. Another way to have victory over heartbreak and whatever you're going through is something that a lot of us do. And it's really normal. It's like basic psychology that when you leave a situation or they leave you, whatever it was, you will naturally have an inclination to look at the good. You have to stop glorifying the person that you were with. You have to stop. You have to stop. You notice st- how Angela's looking? <laughs> no, I'm not. 
guilty. That's all I do. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's really normal. No, it's you you look back, and for some reason, all you can think about is how amazing they were and all the good things. And you're like, oh, remember that time that we went ice skating and this and that. And, and you're you're you've like created this exaggerated um, story narrative in your head about how incredible it was. That's what the mind will do. While not even thinking about the fact that you guys fought the whole way there and the whole way home. You know, and it, there are a lot of therapists and psychologists say that when you go through a breakup, you should write a, like a cons list. You should write a list of why these people weren't good for you. And I really agree with that. And then you look at it every time you sit there and you're having this exaggerated story of why they were so great and so perfect. And it's such a loss. And it's I'm never going to find anybody like them. And then you can go through. Luckily, me and Ari have each other for that. We have something called pep talks. And our pep talks is basically if we're going through a situation, we call and we're like, talk about the facts. Give me the facts. What is the real set? Because my mind is talking to me crazy and making me think that I, th- this situation is this, but really what is it? Remind me. And we will sit there and go through a list of the facts about the situation. And we'll, and we'll be like, whatever you're thinking is not real. It's not real. Um, so sure. I'm, not, I'm not sitting there and, and saying to like sit and villainize the person. Absolutely not. But you have to focus on the facts. What are the facts? It wasn't all daisies and roses. Yes, absolutely. I am so guilty of that, you guys. You have no idea. I will, I will self-blame. I will be like, but they were, and I did. Sometimes, I, can I be honest? Sometimes I will be like, but they were, you know, this is amazing. And I'm like, huh? What? 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 I'm Say like, it again. What? what? <laughs> I'm like, who? Like, who are you talking, who are you talking about? about? Because <laughs> I don't know if you're seeing this person correctly. It's incredible what the mind will do. Um, and the last thing I would say is truly, please listen, guard your heart. Yeah. Says it in the Bible for a reason so that if something doesn't work out, you don't leave this relationship being absolutely destroyed. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's one thing I really learned. You, you give so much to someone that you put them before God and then, you know, it ends and you're just like, you have no identity and you're feeling worthless and, yeah. and, and just horrible. Yeah. I'm just like, this is the truth. And this is honestly the way that I operate. I know it's easier said than done, but this is really how I feel. Relationships are not the end all be all of life. No. We put so much emphasis on it when there's actually so many things that are just as, if not more important. It's really not the end of the world. You let the story, you let the story go, the chapter closes, and you look for for the beautiful thing that things that God has ahead of you. That's why it's so important to stay single. I enjoy it. Like I truly, I, I truly like love being with myself. I love being single. It's the best. It really like, is. It's of course I want love and I want to be a wife and a mother, but if you can seriously stand on your own, you're you're golden. A hundred percent. I mean, just just keep if you're single or you're in your waiting season, you just chase after God, be with God, and He will provide. Yeah. Take rest in that. And honestly, the it, when you want a relationship, it's mostly because you want love, you want attention, you want affection, you want validation. And we all want that. We, we all, all want, want love. That. But guess what? There's no attention, love, affection, and validation that is more consistent, better, or more pure than God's or stronger. Like that's True. honestly, you, you're you not missing out because you can get all these things from God. In fact, you get them 
even better because people are not able to satisfy you the way that God can. And if you keep looking and other people for that, you're going to live your whole life and marriages, relationships with this emptiness inside your heart. So until you really find God and you really build that relationship with him, then you can come into a union and a partnership and it's going to be the most beautiful thing ever. Yeah. You know? Growing up, cereal was one of the best parts of being a kid for me. But as I got older, I had to watch out for sugar and empty carbs. Magic Spoon has the most incredible flavors. You'll love it. But high protein, it's incredible. Yeah, you guys, I've been drinking protein shakes and protein powder for years, but I finally found a delicious way to get my protein before and after workouts. So it's a variety pack of four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and my favorite, peanut butter. And the variety pack has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and four to five net grams of carbs. But catch this, it has 140 calories a serving. What's your favorite flavor? Peanut butter, you already know. What's yours? I love peanut butter so much, but I love the cocoa. I knew you were going to say that. I love mixing the two. I like doing cocoa with the peanut butter. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, you're going to go to magicspoon.com slash GGB to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code GGB at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product. It's backed up with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund you all your money. No questions asked. Remember, guys, Get your next delicious bowl of high-protein cereal at magicspoon.com slash GGB. Use promo code GGB to get $5 off your next order. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this video. I I do think, though, because my victory over heartbreak truly is the ability, the fact that I have spent the past few years taking every heartache that I've experienced and using it to get closer to God. It is the most beautiful victory of my life. I That's honestly my favorite part, I think, of my relationship with Jesus, other than he is the Lord of my life and I have a great respect and reverence for him. I am a victorious winner through Jesus. I have victory through Jesus. Like I can do all things through him who strengthens me. He gives me the ability to never be a victim to any heartbreak that I'm going to experience. Yes, I know. And you just... Like, I I don't know. I just, don't you just feel so fulfilled? I feel so fulfilled. Like, yeah. listen, my life isn't perfect. I go through pain. I go through, you know, heartache. I, I It doesn't mean the pain's going to go away. I struggle. But um, it's, you just feel so filled up. And to know that you don't need another person to do that for you and you don't need to put your identity into someone it is the most freeing feeling in the world yeah it's freedom and it's just I don't know I just I glow different I look different I feel different yeah it's incredible yeah yeah I'm a Jesus freak me too truly I love him so much he gives us everything we could possibly need but it's true I I spent my my like since I was 16 doing that, like really putting my identity into relationships and giving my all and, and it's just, it's never going to work. It's never going to work until you chase Jesus. Truly. Yeah. I think for me, I've really gotten good at, I don't put so much emphasis on my romantic relationships. Like I love 
the person that I'm with so much, but that's not my the that's not the ruler of my life. No, no. You it know? should it should never Absolutely be. Absolutely not. And and it's so much happier and healthier that way. Like I just I there's so many more important things in life to me like serving God yeah. is is absolutely the number one helping people mm-hmm. bringing people to Jesus mm-hmm. that's what matters yeah we get so blinded because our egos get all crazy when it comes to romantic relationships but that's why they all fail because you make them the god yeah and that's why they fail yeah when relationships should literally just be a means to serve God together and like yeah. better as a union. Yeah, and just to make each other better. And we got so many questions just being like, I'm so broken. And I just wanna tell you guys this. In the midst of your brokenness, I encourage you to do these things. Pray, mm-hmm. trust, mm-hmm. release, mm-hmm. and have peace. Mm-hmm. Pray and pour it all out to God. He will meet you in your messiness. You don't, your prayers do not have to be tidy. Trust that he is so good. Mm -hmm. Trust that he is working everything out, even when you don't know or understand it. Mm -hmm. Release it all to him. Release the desire to fix it. Release the desire to control it. Mm -hmm. Release the desire to to understand why they did what they did. God sees it and he will intervene and fix it. Exactly. And we have to go back to the truth and the truth is in the scripture. I have plans for you not to harm you, but to prosper you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. If God wants you to have something, there is nothing you can say or do that will take it away from you. Someone um, wrote in and said, I love what you said about someone who is like, you know, iffy and rocky. Someone said, why does he keep coming back but not taking it serious? Why does he keep coming back but not taking serious? Well, first of all, you're letting him come back <laughs> when he's not being serious. That's the number one thing. Um, why would you even even entertain the idea of somebody who's not being serious with you? Here's what I know. If someone wants to walk away from you, as hard as it is, don't let the door hit you on the way out. Absolutely. And unless they come back and they are so sincere and you see it in their eyes and they're just like, I made the biggest mistake of my life and they show you, not with their words, but with their actions, that they are going to change for the better for you. Yeah. That's the only way you give someone a chance. But if they're just coming back and, and sending you a text or, or whatever it is, don't even waste your time. Ever. You're just going to be damaged and hurt. I just really have so much encouragement for anyone who's in a situation where they're with somebody who is like one foot in, one foot out, or they're in a situation where they don't feel the person is being completely for them and about them like you don't ever even give somebody a chance who's not completely about you and like you've got they've got to be making it known they've got it's got to be obvious and you've got to feel it and you've got to know it and you never stay in a situation that somebody is making you constantly doubt and question whether they want to be with you you should have like your romantic relationship should be not easy because no relationships are easy, but you should certainly not be sitting there all day long wondering, having anxiety if this person is actually about you or not. You know what I mean? It's so true. And that's why it's so important to learn your value. Yeah. And you learn your value. You know how you learn your value? Through God. Yeah. God will show you your value. 
Valley. Valley. God will show you your value. It's so true. Yeah, you just focus on him and he will show you exactly who you are. When you're in true relationship with God, I really truly believe this, it, it you will be incapable of not being able to see your value when you really know what he says about you. Yeah. When you when you have him in your heart, like we feel truly like we are we are of infinite value. Like God, like I, I am God's daughter. Like I have so much value that I, I, I'm not going to settle for anybody that's not being good to me or that's not being all about me or mm -hmm. being intentional mm -hmm. in pursuing me mm -hmm. or taking care of me or do, you know what I mean? Being good to me. I used, never. I used to look past so much stuff that now that I've started my relationship with God, I'm like, how did I put up with that? Yeah. How in the world did I put up with that? You know, and it's not being ignorant. It's knowing your value. Yeah. So if you do not understand your value, you guys, which I was there. So don't I give you so much grace. Yeah. Just focus on him and stay single until you till you have that solid. A hundred percent. Your value. I love that. I love that so much. I, I really do. I know. I love you. Um. Why can't I get over someone I have loved for 10 years, often on toxic yo-yo cycle? Mm, well, 10 years, my girl? It's because you, it's, it's because, it, I'll tell you why you can't get over it, because it's been off and on. You yeah. haven't nipped it in the bud. Yeah. Is that the right phrase? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, when you keep going back, like we were talking about, when you keep looking back, yeah. you're going to keep getting hurt. And God isn't going to, when he sees you keep making the wrong decision, he's there's only so much he can do. He'll give yeah. you signs and put you in the right direction. But if you keep going back, then he's, he's you're just going to keep hurting yourself. If you keep choosing toxic, it's like, yes, God is sovereign and he is Lord and he will orchestrate and do things in your life. But at the same time, you have free will. And if you're 10 years of I have so much grace for you because I get it. And and that happens to us as a product of our upbringing and Lo the love yeah. we had as children or the lack thereof like it's it's really it's psychological why these things happen and why we accept stuff like that but it's it's wrong it's really wrong god does not want you being in, in a toxic situation for me personally i've actually never gone through a breakup and gotten back with somebody not once mm. i am like like a real breakup you know what i mean i've never gotten back with an ex because i know that it's in the past. Like they weren't, nothing's changed mm. at this. Like, you know what I mean? People don't change that much. If I have an understanding, like we broke up for a reason, I'm not going to keep doing that. Now, if God brings them back to me, that's another story, but that's never happened. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If you're choosing to go back to something that you know, isn't good for you, I pray in the name of Jesus that you, that it breaks right now and that you have the strength to move on in the maturity. And how do you find the strength? Jesus through Jesus yeah. just keep focusing on him I know that sounds it's really repetitive, repetitive but it's the truth <laughs> but I wish I had two girls when I was in my yeah. you know teens or 20s to just young 20s to be like just keep focusing on Jesus oh my gosh I love this so much do we have to throw away any object that makes a, me remind Sorry. Do we have to throw away any object that um, reminds me of this bad relationship? Oh, 100%. Get rid of it. Get rid of everything. I, okay, this is going to get super spiritual and super <laughs> supernatural, but I really believe in it and I really believe it's true. I believe that things that if you hold on to something of somebody else's, it will also like contribute to having a soul tie with somebody. 
I have a friend who one day she was texting me and she was telling me like, I'm really, I'm heartbroken over this guy. I'm not feeling good. Like I can't stop thinking about him. I'm, I'm, I'm waking up throughout the night, having dreams of him, all this stuff. And I'm texting her back and I'm praying for her through text. And I'm like, I don't know why, but I, I, I just, I see you right now in my head as like, you're right here. And then I see all these like spirits, like these demons, like surrounding you, like tens of them surrounding you and pulling on you. Like, I just see all these things pulling on you. She goes, Angela, I swear this is a true story. She goes, Angela, I can't believe it. Let me show you what I'm wearing right now. She sends me a photo of a t-shirt that she's wearing. She's not even aware of the fact that her t-shirt is this guy, this really bad person that she's talking about who is really bad to her, that she has this soul tie with. She sends me a photo of the shirt. It's this guy's, and it's like, kind of like a skeleton or like some sort of figure in the middle mm -hmm. with all these figures around it pulling on it. No I way. swear, I swear. And she was like, I can't believe she's like, how did you see that? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. But like, that's what I see is happening to you. Like you're just being pulled by all this stuff. And that's why you have no peace. She took that. She threw it away. She had a candle that this person gave to her. She threw that away. And she realized she had all this stuff in her bedroom that was that belonged to this person mm -hmm. and she's having dreams about him all night yeah it's it's a really weird thing to even comprehend in your mind but it does yeah it does throw out your ex-boyfriend sweatshirt i know it brings you comfort that you wear it i've done it i've done know. it i've held on and been like no i've like no i've i've like had a sweatshirt that i slept in and then had bad dreams and all night it's yeah. real Get rid of everything. If you want to move on for real, which I encourage you to move on, throw it out. Get rid of it. Guys, I'm so sorry to anyone who's going through a broken heart. Truly. I really just have it on my heart to say that. But I promise you, I promise you, just get ready. This is about to be the best. You're about to really come into your own and yeah. miracles are going to happen. And I, one thing I can assure you of is that God is not going to take away anything that's meant for you never I've said it like a hundred times this episode but it's the truth it's the truth yeah and just i don't know god has so god when god thinks about you in your life he thinks about so much more than the person you're with like truly he he just he he has so much in store for you and we are so micro focused on our romantic relationship yeah. when there's so there's a world of opportunity outside of that yeah. so put less pressure on it and there there were there were mornings where i didn't even think i could come out of it and when I started to to read scripture and realize how real it was, that's the truth, remember? Yeah. And and scripture said, and God is faithful, he will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. Yeah. It's the truth. And when I when I knew that he wasn't gonna give me anything that I couldn't handle, yeah. I I moved differently. I was yeah. like, okay, he knows I can handle this. It's for a reason. So that's how I was able to keep going. And honestly, you have to look at it in the sense that in these hard times, especially when you have to make a hard decision, like to leave somebody, to break up with somebody, to end a relationship that God doesn't want for you, you are going to, while it's painful, while there's anxiety, you are going to grow so much. And it's such a, it, like, there's so much room for victory in that situation between you and God. And it will strengthen your relationship with God and you, it'll strengthen your dependence and your reliance on God. Just love you guys so much. And, um, you know, even though we can't answer a lot of a lot of your DMs, we 
are constantly praying for each we and every really one do. of you guys because um, we know what you're going through and we know there's so many people that watch us that are just feeling so broken. We read all your comments on YouTube, by the way, and you have no idea how it makes our hearts feel. God, it's we truly love you guys the so biggest, much. Yeah, the biggest blessing in our lives. So every time we read these comments about how what you're going through and how broken you are, we're constantly, you're in our prayers. Yeah. And I hope you guys know that. And I just hope you guys know that you're not alone. You're and not. Uh, you have two sisters that are sitting right there, right here, that have both been so broken and so alone and so isolated. And yeah. we came out of it. And if we can come out of it, you can too. Oh, yeah. You guys, you need to understand one thing about the God that you serve. He is a God of truth. He's a God of freedom. He's a God of redemption. He's a God of restoration. There's nothing that you're going through that God cannot heal. There's nothing that is painful in your life that God cannot use for good. He will use every bad thing in your life for good. I swear to you in Jesus name, Jesus name. you are going to come out on the other side of this. Everything is going to be good. You're good. If you knew how much Jesus loves you, and when you know, because you're on this journey yeah. with us, and you probably already do know because you've been on this journey, you're going to rest so much different. Things aren't going to affect you. Your heart is going to heal. Yeah. Trust him, trust him, trust him with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. If you knew how much God loved you, you it would change everything about your life. You would value yourself. You would stop settling. You wouldn't accept the bare minimum. You certainly wouldn't accept abuse. You wouldn't accept anybody being bad to you because you know the way that God loves us is the way that your partner should mm -hmm. love you. Um, we love you so much. We love you. Truly. We are our best friends. Yeah. And we'll see you next episode. We'll see you next episode next week, next Friday. Maybe write in the comments about what... Uh, Give us some topics, whatever you guys are thinking that, you know, anything that you guys want to talk about. We're always about. looking for topics. Yeah. Love you guys. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he turn his face towards you and give you peace. Jesus said, peace to you, not as the world gives do I give. Be, let your not <laughs> okay peace <laughs> we're keeping this in no, we're, we're keeping that in no because everybody needs to know <laughs> i don't want to be the only one that messes up what did he say hang on what did he say oh jeez. Uh, he said he said peace be with you not as the world gives do i gives let not your heart be troubled neither let it be afraid hey we don't call this jesus for degenerates for no reason, for no reason. we love you guys we love you god bless you <laughs>